0: Good morning again, and Merry Christmas again. No happy holidays? No. Okay. We have, we have settled that and buried it two or three weeks ago. We have a Christmas tree here and outside, and we have the Lord in our hearts. That's the most important thing. Let's open our Bibles this morning to the Gospel of John, Gospel of John chapter 1. Gospel of John chapter 1. Beginning of verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being by Him, and apart from Him nothing came into being that has come into being. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not comprehend it. Verse 9. There was the true light, which coming into the world, enlightens every man. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and those who were his own did not receive him. But as many as received him To them he gave the right to become children of God. Even to those who believe in his name. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh, and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory. Glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. May God bless his word. He came. Three weeks ago, I spoke that he came to be a savior. And He came as a loving God. God was incarnated in a form of a man. And loved us so much that He went to the cross and died for us. And this is the, the class, most classic verse in the Bible that is known by so many in the, around the world. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. And that's what he gave. And this is why today we have Christmas around the world. Though people are fighting this great, wonderful season. But in vain they lose. Because you cannot deny that Jesus came into this world to save people like me and you. For God so loved the world that he came. He came what to save those who have perished. The most compelling news this Christmas. You know I like good news. I think every one of you knows that I am optimistic. <laughs> My wife tells me, you see, you, you see death, and you say, "This is they might live again." I said, "Well, yeah, I'm optimistic." I am. The most compelling news this Christmas season is Jesus loves you. Is that optimistic enough? All right. Remember that. So I want to, uh, in 15 minutes, maybe less, to show the love of Jesus toward each and every one of us. The birth of Jesus Christ is the sunrise of the Bible. Is the best news. Is the morning of Christianity. It was a day of faith and freedom. Freedom from sin and calamities. It was a day of hope and love. A day when life took a new meaning. And I want to talk today about the giver of life. And in all simplicity, and I love simple messages, you will never see me talking about difficult messages, because I am a simple man, and I believe simple messages reach the heart more than anything in the world. The Bible says, as we read here, In him was life. And the life was the light of men. He is life. I'm here to tell you, he is the giver of life. He is life. In the Gospel of John one four, as we read it, it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light where shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Do you know, folks, that Christ is the life of the believer? Is this news? No, we know it. That's good news. Amen. God, okay. He is the life of the believer. Listen to what uh, Colossians chapter 3 verse 4 says. Christ who is our life. Paul knew that. That he could write about it. And then he goes on in Galatians to say, I live. Yet, not I, but Christ lives in me. And the question this morning for you, is Christ living in you? Is the child of Bethlehem that we are celebrating today, here and all around the world, is the child of Bethlehem living in your heart? Bill spoke about the Magi's, the three Magi that came, the wise men that came and visited the Lord. You know, before they reached that place, they were looking, and they were searching, and they were following the star. And out of millions of stars in heaven, they, they could point to one star that stopped there. And the question, their question was, in Matthew chapter 2, verse, chapter two, verse 2, says, where is he? And this morning, my question to you, where is Jesus? Is he in your heart? They were looking. They were searching and they found him. If you're searching this morning, Jesus is here amongst us and we meet in his name. And Jesus is willing to come into your heart if you invite him to come into your heart. He will not. He will never force himself on any human being at all. It is a choice that you have to make. And that choice, I want you, Jesus, to come into my heart. You have to invite him. He is at the door outside. And the knob is inside. If you open the door, he will come inside and sup with you. Have a great meal with you. And you will have a great meal with him. So, will you invite him? And we should not be looking and asking, where is he? Because he is walking amongst us. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. He that has the son, what does he have? Life. Life. Do you have this life? This is what I'm going to talk about in all simplicity today. And truly, if you have his life, then you can say, I am now living. You know what? I enjoy life. I think you know that. You know that. I walk with a smile. It seems the Lord blessed me with that, especially when I got saved. I have a joy in my heart that I can tell you, I can't even utter about. Because Jesus saved me. He saved me from death. He changed my life. And I have His life in me. And I am walking. And not even walking. Sometimes I walk a little bit higher than the ground. Why? Because I have the joy in the Lord. If you have His life, you have the joy of the Lord in you. Don't walk like this. You know. Oh, what a day. This is not Jesus. This is not Jesus. Those who do not know Jesus walk with heavy burdens on them. But he says, come unto me, all that ye are heavy burdened, and I will give you what? Rest. Rest. And rest meaning life. Life. And those people who say, we're living. Oh, how are you? Fine. You know they're not living. And I'm not making a judgment on them. Any person outside the Lord Jesus Christ, Let's be simple and straightforward. With loving kindness, I tell you, any person who does not know the Lord Jesus Christ as his Savior is not living, is existing. Is existing. And the so-called life that the sinner have, it's called death. Do you know that? Say, hey, you're, you're going, taking it too, too far. Well, if you have your Bibles, would you open with me to... The letter to the Ephesians. Let's put that to rest quickly. It's after Galatians, Ephesians chapter 2. This is what God, anyone outside Jesus Christ, who doesn't have his life, is a dead man. A dead woman. Let's read it together. Verse 1. And you were what? Oh, you have your Bibles. Thank God you have your Bibles. Okay. And you were what? And who's speaking here? The Holy Spirit. You were dead in your trespasses and sins. This is not me, Adel. You are judging me. No, I'm not. God forbid. In which, here you go. You formerly walked according to the course of this, what? World. According to the prince of the power of the air, the devil, of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience everywhere, among them we too, here it is, we too, all formerly lived. We were dead people. Now, let's move to verse 4. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were, what? Dead in our transgressions made us live together with Christ. By grace, we are saved. So, it is okay to say that any person outside Christ is a dead person. Okay, we settled that. It was easy, wasn't it? <laughs> the word of God is good. It was easy. Then, we can say then, If we have accepted Him, that He's our life. Is He your life this morning? Is He? Is the baby of the manger your life this morning? And if He's your life, let me tell you what it is. Let me give you the good news. It's a life of joy. It's a life of peace. Through Him. It's a life that is eternal, Supernal, if you will please, let's go a little bit above this world. Supernal, celestial, alive, though still confined within this limited body of sin, but before long it will burst out at the sound of the trumpet, Mr Souza, and put on a sinless body pure. And not subject to the decay of this world. It is suited for the regions of glory. For a different country. And true life. Where we shall live with Christ forever. What can we say to that? Amen? Is amen okay? Are you enjoying this life? Did you take this baby as your savior? Where is he this morning? Is he in your heart? Then you have life. And you know what? And if you have this life, we can say it's a wonderful life. This is not James Stewart, Donna Reed. No. We're not using fake angels and so on. It's a personal experience. And every Christian, from the little ones to the oldest person, you can ask, how is your life? he can tell you, it's a wonderful life. Let Hollywood do whatever they want and describe it the way they want and produce moves the way they want. But there is nothing that can come close to the life that Lord Jesus Christ gives us. Stop dreaming. And the fact of it is, where is Jesus today? If he's in your life, if he's in your heart, you will leave this place not walking but moving like me. (laughs) Then how should we live it if the Lord is in your life? I believe a life that should be lived before men, demonstrating the uplifting power of the grace of God. We read, by grace, you have been saved. That grace uplifted us from dead people into sitting at the right hand of glory. What a privilege to be children of God. What a privilege to be the recipient of this life from the Lord Jesus Christ directly to us. No intermediary. We didn't need anybody to give us. We didn't need anybody to pray for us. We came to him. We asked him. He said, I am the way. You know your Bible. We should end the meeting right now. <laughs> I am the way, the truth, and the life. life. The life. No other. In other words, that word the, the, no other. Life. Compares to the life in Jesus Christ. Amen. Stop living the way you think I am having fun. This is Christmas Eve and you, some, so many people have transformed Christmas Eve into parties and dancing and carousing and drinking and what have you. Christmas Eve is to remember, remember he who came to this world When he couldn't find a place to live, to be born. No place. When he was born, did they find a place for him? No room. When he grew up and they wanted to follow him, what did he say? The birds have and have a place to put their heads on. But the Son of Man has no place to put his head on. He didn't own a home. Though he owns the whole world. To show you and me, we should not put our hearts in this world at all. Our heart should be up there. Our treasures are not here. Our treasures are in heaven. What a great God we have. So look forward with me to that trumpet that shall sound. And we shall be taken to be with him forever and ever. That is life. He has enabled us, when he transformed us, to live a victorious life. Over sin. And we though we live in a sinful world. Let me tell you what. We live in separation from it. A life of holiness. Of joy. Are you listening to me? A life of holiness. Of joy. And of love. And true peace. That the Bible says. It passes all understanding. It's not the false peace that they're talking about now. We read about it. We hear about it. But we truly crave. In all honesty. To say with the Apostle Paul. Say with me. For me to live is Christ. That's life. May we realize. Each moment of life. And each moment that we live. That the life that you have. It's a gift of God. And life is short. No matter how long we live, it is short. Ask a young person of 18 years old, he says, oh, life, life is short. I still have a long ways to go. Ask an 80 years old, he says, I'm still young. And I have a long ways to go. So, life, whatever you look at it, is short. How? It doesn't matter how long we live it. Then I ask you this morning, then live it for the glory of God. Isn't that time? We have wasted so many times, so many years. If I am speaking to someone here in the congregation this morning that is outside Jesus Christ, you don't have his life, you are not rejoicing, you are not a happy person, you are not a happy camper as they say, You are not enjoying. You are not tasting the true meaning of life. I ask you today. To take Jesus. Into your life. And say Lord Jesus. I want your life. I want you to live in me. And he will change your life. And you will become a new person. Is that okay? Do you think we can do that? And one thing. I want to add. Only Jesus can give you this life and no one else. Don't go anywhere else. Do not go anywhere else. Do not try. It's not a matter of trial. And also, as a giver of life, he adds something to that. It's not only a life that you live here and enjoy and have peace and have joy and live victoriously over sin. He came for something else, more. The icing on the cake, as we, as we say. He said, I have come. John 10.10. 10. Don't ever forget it. Underline it. John 10.10. 10. I have come that they may have what? Life, life first. We have. Say, I have life. I've accepted him as Savior. I'm enjoying him as Savior. But he says, I'm going to give you more than that. And they, that they may have life, and they may have it more abundantly. What's more abundantly? Eternal life. Life after death. So Jesus coming into this world is to give you life here to live it, to honor Him and life after death. How about that? And the life that He lives, He lived in, will be your life today and you will be living exactly the way He lives forever and ever and ever and ever. How about that? For a gift. How about that? The giver of life is here today to give you this gift and to tell you, here I am. I want you to live and live forever. Yet people rejected the giver of life. The Bible says we read it this morning. He came to his own and his own did not receive him. So many people say, Adol, I hear you, but thank you. No, didn't you hear that before? Thank you. So many people reject him. So many people So I have, I have other things to fulfill first. And then at the end of my life, I will take him. I will accept him. I will take his life. But who is going to guarantee you an end of life? How many times you hear that about 30 years old, young woman died heart attack? Many people die left, right, and center. And we hear about many deaths. Are they already? Were they already? We do not know, but we better be ready. And we better take his word. The Bible says he came to his own country. He came to all Israel, right? He came to his own country, his own city. He came to his own temple. And where everything spoke of his glory, but the majority of Israel received him not. And they shouted, crucify him, crucify him. I hope we're not amongst the people who would say that. In Luke twenty-three eighteen, 18, they said, they cried out all together saying, away with this man and release for us Barabbas the robber, the thief. And later on, they said, they were insistent with loud voices asking that he be crucified. And their voices began to prevail. Sad story, isn't it? To reject the giver of life and crucify him on the cross of Calvary. And is it different today, you ask me, uh, uh, No, we understand it. It's different today. Is it? I can hear their voices away with Christ. Away with the nativity scene, huh? They don't want a nativity scene. Away with Christmas. They don't want to mention the word Christmas. Away with the tree. This is a great opportunity for us. We take an opportunity for this holiday season, huh? For growth in business. Isn't that what's happening? And uh, to finish the year strong and on a positive note? Isn't that what you hear nowadays? People hated him then. And we find that he is hated now. And the more he's hated, the more we should love him. Because he released us from sin and gave us eternal life. Mm. And what you see out there? What you see out there, the music, the ornaments, the decorations, Santa, Christmas, trees, movies made uh, uh, for Christmas. Too many. It's done for a purpose. Isn't that, don't you agree with me? To make more money and gather more income. They used the temple of old to promote business and increase personal gain. And he had to come and kick them out of the temple. And the picture today is no better. Christmas is no more about anything else. Except how can we make more money? But you know what Christmas is to us? It's a new beginning. It's not a mean to create business and gain market share. And this is not what life is all about. He came to give us life. Would you take him as your Savior? Would you take his life and run with it? Would you accept to live his life? He said, I want to give you my life. That's my plan from the very beginning. I want to redeem you. I want to give you an open door through my blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. That's why the word became flesh. And dwelt amongst us. To give us this wonderful life. That the children of God. Enjoy. To bring real salvation. Peace. Joy. Life. To all who believe him. And my question to you this morning. Before you leave. Do you have this wonderful life? It behooves behooves us. On this Christmas Dave, To be excited. And to be thankful. For his coming to this world. What a chance. What an opportunity. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Before you leave this place. Grab Jesus. And say Lord. I want you to be my savior. I want you to be my life. That's all it takes. I want you to be my life. I want to take your life. And live it. So I can live victorious over sin and over death. Take him in your heart. He is the only one we can classify as the giver of life. Life here and life eternal. Do not pass this opportunity by. Let's bow our heads for prayers. I will ask you to go celebrate Christmas. But don't celebrate it without the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. Go enjoy it. If you have him as your Savior. Go live it. If he is with you and without him. You'll be the most miserable person on the face of this earth. And before you leave, if there's someone who wants me to pray for him, if there's a man, a woman, a guest, one of our visitors, if you say, "Edel, I want his life. I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to travel anywhere. I have no safety going without him. I want him to be in my heart. Just as every eye is closed, every head is bowed, if you want me to pray for you, it will be my privilege to pray for your salvation. And lift up your hand. And let me see it. Amen. 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 Do not leave without the giver of life. Amen. Is there anything on this side? On my left side, is there any person there who is not sure of his life? You're afraid. You're living still in sin. And you know it. No one knows it except you and Jesus Christ. Lift up your hands, say, Adol. Pray for me so I can be liberated and the life of Christ will start living in me. Is there anyone more? Before we close, amen, I see your hand. I see your hand, young man. Is there any person? Last opportunity. Let's pray. Our Father, we are thankful for your love toward us. You sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross to set us free. And this Christmas Eve day we pray that those who lifted up their hands will lift up their hearts and ask you to come in and dwell there and be born in their hearts. Give them life and life eternal. We thank you for the opportunity to tell the world what a great Savior you are, what a great God we have. We pray for each and every family, those who are traveling today, those who are going out of town, those who are meeting families, and those who couldn't make it to be with us today. We pray for each and every person that you walk with them and be with them and bless them and save those who lifted up their hands and hearts. And give them joy, the joy of true Christianity, the joy of Christmas. And as for us, please, we ask you to dismiss us with your blessing. In Jesus' name, we ask and pray. Amen. Those who lifted up their hands, if they want to stay behind and talk to me, I'd appreciate that. And those of you who are in a hurry to go and start Christmas Eve celebration, be careful. Be safe, God bless you, and have a very merry Christmas, and see you next Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. May God bless you.